Welcome back to Censored News, where we bring you what they don't want you to hear. I'm Joe, and joining me today is Trey. Folks, you know why we're here, to educate, equip, and mobilize we the people. Trey, what's all that about? What's it about? Well, like you said, we're here to get you the news that they don't want you to see, and we're here to equip you. What's that look like? Well, you know how we start every episode. We're going to tell you to go out and vote. Vote Vote.org. Go make sure you're registered. We'll talk more about that later. What are we getting into today, Joe? Yeah, so we're coming right into Twitter Files Part 2. First episode, we covered Twitter Files Part 1. This is Twitter Files Part 2. And same thing for everyone. This is all, anyone can see this. This is coming from the threadreaderapp.com. Also, if you follow Elon Musk, at Elon Musk, you can get these as he is releasing them as they come out. Right after we say we are bringing you censored news, and then we say that this is available to everyone. But (laughs) we're just explaining and diving into it to give you clarity and in making uh, well, yeah, Joe, educated this is, decisions. Yeah, yep. this is censored news, though. This is definitely censored. I don't see CNN, MSNBC, ABC even talking about it. You know what I mean? Uh, they're, they're censoring this stuff. Uh, and that's why we're here. I mean, you can, there, there are tons of, we got real American news. You have, um, yeah, there's a few alternative uh, Brett Bart News, uh, Charlie Kirk, those people, they cover this stuff, but there's no mainstream media, quote unquote, legacy covering this stuff. This is censored stuff. You know, they don't want you to see it. Why don't they want you to see it? Because it shows you that there are they were involved. The FBI was involved. It's all. And, and They've I been lying I, to us, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so it kind of just it shows that. Yeah, and exactly in that you, it, it is a turning point to show the world that no, America is not 75% democratic. It's actually the opposite. Yeah. And so where, where this is coming out, they don't want you to see that. They don't want you to know the truth. So starting out in Twitter files, um, part two. A new Twitter file investigation reveals the teams of Twitter employees build blacklists, prevent disfavored tweets from trending, and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics, all in secret without informing users. Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Take, for example, Stanford's Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, who argued that COVID lockdowns would harm children. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from from trending. So right below this, it shows a screenshot of of Jay uh, uh, Bhattacharya, and, and then it pops up below. So he has a recent abuse strike trends blacklist strike count is zero so he has not violated any of their terms yet they're hitting him with these things trends blacklist to keep him from being in the trending topics so 2021 what are we all talking about everyone's talking about covid the conversations are covid so of course 
when he posts a tweet like this, it is going to trend. Hit it with a trends blacklist. Uh, going on from there. And, and folks, dude, that's August 2021. <clears throat> like, like this, this is just over a year, a year and four months old. It's not, it's not like, like old, old um, information. Uh, also considering the very popular right-wing talk show host, Dan Bongino, who at one point was slapped with a search blacklist. So very, very similar to Dr. J, but Dr. J's was a trends blacklist. So if if he did hashtags in there or he was doing trending, uh, COVID-19 trending, his content wouldn't come up. Going down to Dan Bongino, they put him on a search blacklist. So Trey, dive into that because we, we were talking about that, that the other day when when they put him on a search blacklist, what did that look like? Because even during when all that was going on, you couldn't find Dan, could you? No. So what basically what they did was <clears throat> you couldn't even find him. You go in to search, get in the search bar, he wouldn't pop up. The only way you could see him is if he just so happened to come across your timeline or someone tagged him in it or you tagged him in it and then you had to click the link and go to his thing, uh, his profile and yeah, that's what they're doing. Search blacklisting people, which we knew they were doing. But this whole entire time, Jack Dorsey got in front of Congress, remember, and said, no, we don't censor people. We don't shadow ban people, you know. So he lied under oath. When, when, when was that? Proof. Real quick, Trey. When, when was that? When did Jack Dorsey stand in front of Congress? I think it was summer of 2021 summer or summer of 2020. Right in the heat of it, right yeah. when they're doing it. Yeah. So for the last couple of years, um, yeah, he got up, said, no, we're not doing that. He got on Joe Rogan's podcast, said, no, we don't do that. Uh, Vieja, she got up, said, no, we don't do that. Uh, Yol Roth, no, we don't do that. You know, everybody at Twitter, no, we don't do that. You know, but we have the proof they were doing that. And then you look down, they were doing the same thing to Charlie Kirk. They put him on a do not amplify. So, you know, that, that affects your trending that affects the people that see you, you know, so you can't pop up in the trending. You can't pop up in news articles that are trending things like that. So anything having to do with Charlie Kirk was being censored as well on there. Um, Twitter denied that it did these things. Like I said, in 2018, Vaya. Uh, in Kayvon, they said, we do not shadow ban. They said, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology, which is crazy because that's exactly what they were doing. I didn't see Obama getting shadow banned for lying or Dr. Fauci getting shadow banned for lying or Hillary Clinton getting shadow banned for election denying or any leftist, any, uh, any Democrat in Congress in 2016, 2017, none of them got shadow banned or censored for election denying. They're the original election deniers. You know, they call us election denying, but remember they said Russia, Russia, Russia for they're still saying it. They still say it, even though it's been proven in court that Trump had nothing to do. In fact, it was the other way around. It was the FBI that hired Russian spies to get dirt on Trump, you know, but they were the election deniers. And yet none of them have been blacklisted. None of them have been censored. None of them have been banned. It's crazy. And so what we call shadow banning, these Twitter executives and employees, they just call it visibility filtering. Uh, that's, that's what multiple high level sources confirmed. 
This is what they said. They said, think about visibility filtering as being a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It's a very powerful tool. VF refers to Twitter's control over user visibility. It used VF to block searches of individual users, to limit the scope of particular tweets' discoverability, to block select users' posts from ever appearing on the trendings page, and from inclusion in hashtag searches. And this is all without the user's knowledge. You know, they denied it, they denied it, denied it. That was their motto. That was uh, their motto was just deny, 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 right? Uh, this is what another Twitter employee says, another whistleblower. Blower. Uh, we confirm visibility quite a bit, and we control the amplification of content quite a bit. And normal people do not know how much we do, right? So the group that decided whether to limit the reach of certain users was the strategic response team, uh, and it awful, often handled up 200 cases a day. So they had a team of people that their whole entire job at Twitter was to decide who gets censored and shadow banned. Uh, this is the interesting part, but there existed a level beyond official ticketing, beyond the rank and file moderators following the company's policy on paper. That is the site integrity policy uh, group. This was a secret group. So this group included the head of legal and trust, VIA, and the global head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, and CEOs, Jack Dorsey and Parag, and a few others. Um, so we had a secret group. And this is where the biggest, most politically sensitive decisions got made. One employee said, think high follower count, controversial. There would be no ticket or anything, and there would be no paper trail. So what are we thinking? We're thinking Donald Trump. We are President Trump, actually. Uh, we're thinking President Trump. We're thinking uh, Congress, members of Congress, members of Senate, people in Trump's cabinet, uh, anybody and some sort of authority figure that supported Trump, supported MAGA. Um, also, Libs of TikTok. So Libs of TikTok rose to this level, and this was an account that was on the trends blacklist and was designated as a do not take action on user without consulting with SIP. So Libs of TikTok, if you know about Libs of TikTok, they had a few million followers, and all they do is just... They just repost left lunatics TikToks. No commentary, nothing. All they do is just repost their things, repost their TikToks, and their followers look at it, right? So that account, it began in November 2020, and it now boasts uh, over 1.4 million followers. It was subjected to six suspensions in 2022 alone each time. They were blocked from posting for as long as a week. Twitter repeatedly informed them that, that they had been suspended for violating Twitter's policy against hateful conduct. But an internal I, I, or sorry, SIP memo from October 2022, 20, after their seventh suspension, the committee acknowledged that they have not directly engaged in behavior violating the hateful conduct policy. So that's what they said. So they admitted that they didn't violate anything. They admitted that, but they were still censoring them. They were still suspending them. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Well, actually, let the, this next part tells you exactly why. 
The committee justified her suspensions internally by claiming their post encouraged online harassments of hospitals and medical providers by insinuating that gender affirming healthcare is the equivalent to child abuse or grooming. So this is what I think is interesting is that this person lives a TikTok, no commentary, nothing. All they do is find the craziest, weirdest, far left groomers on TikTok, take their video and repost it. That's all. And so the conclusion that this committee came to was, oh, oh, uh, gender affirming health care is the equivalent to child abuse or grooming. That was the conclusion that this committee came to. And so what the committee said was, if we came to this conclusion by watching these videos, how many more people are going to be come to the same conclusion by watching these videos? And so that's why they were censoring them because – it was. It started a fire. I mean, think about it. Started a fire. You think about uh, 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 parent meetings or the parent school board meetings. Parents showing up to school board meetings. You think about the teachers. You know that were being exposed for being crazy and grooming children. You think about um, how it exposed doctors and nurses, right, for gender affirming care, saying they hide stuff from parents, right. Uh, that's what libs and TikToks was doing, were doing, and they were exposing all of this. And so Jack Dorsey and these people thought, Hmm, if we watch that and I think that that's grooming, how many more people are going to think that's grooming? We need to shut this down before the grooming can stop. Right? So that's all they were doing that libs and TikTok was exposing it and you know, and I'll tell you this, yeah, gender affirming healthcare is not healthcare. It is mutilation. It's grooming. It's mutilation. It's child abuse. Hormones, giving your kid hormones, stopping the natural progression of their body is abuse. And that has last lifelong effects. You can't come back from some of this stuff. They want to mutilate your daughters. They want to mutilate your sons. That's what they want to do. And we and it's proven right here that's what they want to do because they even admitted that that is the conclusion they came to by watching these videos. So they admitted that, that no, you're right to think that that's exactly what these people are doing. And that's exactly the end goal here. And so they needed to shut it down and that should terrify every single parent, really anybody, anybody. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And just crazy to think that <clears throat> they came to that conclusion and then all of a sudden put that on, however many users are on, you know, that the millions and millions of users that are on Twitter, they put that conclusion for people put that conclusion on millions of users saying, yep, all these other users are going to come to the same conclusion. Yeah. So we need to moderate and, and not allow this content to be posted. Yep. And just, just, just so you guys know, is that <clears throat> what Trey was saying is libs of TikTok is literally, uh, think of this, think of a, a drag queen um, videoing herself, doing her, doing her thing, posting it on her Instagram, libs of TikTok or uh, Instagram or any social media libs of TikTok is literally just taking that video and reposting it. That's all they're doing. It's of a video that someone took of themselves or one of their friends took of them and libs of TikTok is just reposting it. They never came up with the content, libs of TikTok. They never videoed it. They never went and hired someone and said, hey, can you do this so I can post it so we can show how lunatic you are? 
none of that. It's just like they're, they they hang their own noose and then someone else just posts a video of it and says, hey, they just hung their own noose. And then they get all offended that, hey, you're, 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 um, you're labeling these people and and this is grooming and and child is equivalent to child bu- child abuse and grooming which is just ludicrous in thinking that how, how these people come to this conclusion yeah. so um when Rochips herself uh this is the one she's the creator of libs of tiktok um we're just we're just comparing now so after they came to this conclusion this is all the way now in um, November twenty first of this year, so we're talking we're talking a month ago. Um, when Rochitz herself was doxed on November twenty first, twenty twenty two, a photo of her home with address was posted in a tweet that garnered more than ten thousand likes. When Rochitz told Twitter that her address had been uh, decimated, she says Twitter su- support responded with this message we reviewed the reported content and it and didn't find it to be in violation of the twitter rules no action was taken the doxing tweet is still up i can guarantee you if someone doxed president obama's house yeah it would be taken down yeah someone doxed nancy pelosi's um husband when he got his DOI, it'd be taken down, you know, like taken down and there would be a house investigation. The Capitol yes. police would show up on your front doorstep. Secret service would show up. Yep. You'd be hauled away by 50 secret service with guns pointed right in your face, arrested. Yep. How do we know? Because they did that to Roger Stone, because they did that to dozens of people who just were there on January 6th, did no damage, did no violence. That That's how they treat us but then you look how they treat but then you look how they treat us in return they dox us they tell us we need to you know they they tell us to they tell their followers to uh to commit violence against us to not leave us alone to get in our face right you have celebrities that went up and and said they need someone needed to assassinate trump you had kathy griffin snoop dogg Johnny Depp, all these people say that you, Madonna, saying we need to blow up the White House. Someone needs to kill President Trump. You know, you had Nancy Pelosi, uh, you had Kamala Harris and Maxine Waters saying, don't leave these people alone. There needs to be unrest in the streets, right? But it, but the, if any, and, and this has never even happened, we don't do that because we don't commit violence. But if we did a quarter, or 5% of what they've done to us, all of us would be hanging, you know, mm-hmm. they drag us away and hang us. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at what they're doing with the January 6th committee and January 6th wasn't even an insurrection, not even close. It was a fed surrection. It was the FBI. The only people that were violence were the feds and that's proven, right? We have that. That's proven fact, even though the committee won't tell you that, you know, it's, you know, I can't wait till January. Hopefully the Republicans will, start a real January 6th committee yeah. calling Ray Epps, calling these feds, calling Nancy Pelosi, drag her in there and say, why didn't you uh, take the 10,000 national guard from Trump when he offered it? You know, who were you on the phone with? Why did you have a documentary crew there waiting? You know, they weren't mm. filming the inaugurate, like the, the vote. They didn't start filming until 
the ride, the quote, quote unquote, riding started. So why mm. we need answers for this? But I said all that to say this: they doxed her. That tweet's still up. That's her home address. Ten thousand likes. Nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. They want us. Uh, they want yeah. us gone. And the easiest way is just to rile them up and cite violence and let them do their thing. You know. Yeah, and and put fear in them. And, uh, and and they don't care if harm, you know. On, on, honestly, if harm came to Rochich, they'd go, "Oh, fine." You know, maybe maybe she'll stop pushing against the big dog, and mm-hmm. uh, and she'll stop pestering us. Like like, there's just no, just no care for her at all in uh, in letting the doxing tweet stay up. Mm-hmm. Uh, another uh, another whack job here is uh, Yul Roth in an internal Slack message. Twitter employees spoke of using technicalities. To restrict now, you have to realize this is that during this whole time, and uh, even as we spoke in the last episode, is that <clears throat> Twitter didn't have its terms in place yet to start kicking people off. They no. didn't have their terms and conditions set so that they could legally say, "Hey, you violated our terms." So yeah. right here, here's Yoel Roth. Um, in early 2021 stating this saying uh using technicalities to restrict the visibility of tweets and subjects technicalities because we don't have the terms and service to legally remove or restrict a tweet twitter's then global head of trust and safety yoel roth in a direct message to his colleague in early 2021 quote a lot of times si has used technically technicality spam enforcement as a way to solve a problem created by safety under enforcing their policies, which again, isn't a problem per se, but it keeps us from addressing the root cause of the issue, which is that our safety policies need some attention. So they were, they were way behind on their safety policies. And so they're using these, they're using whatever they can because they knew if we got into uh, an investigation or an audit, we would be screwed. Uh, yep. Six days later, in a direct message with an employee on the health misinformation, privacy and identity research team, Roth requested more research to support expanding non-removal policy interventions like disabling engagements and deamplification visibility filtering. You'll Roth, quote, one of the biggest areas I'd love to re. I'd love research support on is is regarding non-removal policy interventions like disabling engagements and deamplification visibility filtering. The hypothesis underlying much. Oh man, what a poet! Much of what we're implementing is that if exposure to, for example, misinformation directly causes harm, we should use rem- remediations that reduce exposure and limiting the spread virality of content is a good way to do that by just reducing prevalence overall. We got Jack on board. It almost sounds like Jack wasn't always, and we touched on that in the first episode, that Jack wasn't always on board and then he got on and then he was all in. Yeah. Because it was too too big of a mess to get out of. Um. We got Jack on board with implementing this for civic integrity in the near term, but we're going to need to make a more robust case to get this into our our retour. 
repertoire. For some reason, gosh, repertoire things, man. Of policy remediations. Man, this guy is like a poet, flute, doesn't speak redneck, that's for sure. Especially for other policy domains. So I'd love research your point of view on that. So Roth is writing all this just literally. He knows he has a mess coming. And I'm sure there was even thought of Trump has a big following. So going mm-hmm. back to what you're talking about, Trey, is that they were they were attacking they were attacking people with. Uh, let me see here. High follower accounts, political views that they didn't agree on. Uh, I'm trying to see the. Yeah, they were um, setting it all up. Yeah, just they, they were setting the, it all up. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to lay the groundwork so they could get rid of Trump. Yeah, exactly. And so they're bringing all this stuff, and Roth knows that he's he's on thin ice, and and that stuff has to change. Thinking long term, thinking down the pipeline. Okay, this this Trump guy is is really loud, and when he tweets, you know things move. Like yeah. When Trump tweets, things happen. Yeah, and so. We need to head in that direction and we're already behind the curveball because our terms and conditions aren't matching our our actions of censoring these people. So it's yep. all coming. He's he's working on it. And it's actually amazing uh, that Elon is able to pull up all this stuff and it's not deleted, you know? Yeah, I think that's – yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, but they're setting it all up because the minute Trump won in 2016, they realized they had to ban him on Twitter. They needed to get him off of social media because President Trump did what no other person in our history has ever done. He utilized, he cut through the mainstream media, he cut them out, he cut out the fake news, he cut out all the normal presidential, quote-unquote presidential ways to communicate and went straight to the people unfiltered, right? unfiltered he addressed he was the most transparent president in the history of this country the most transparent by twitter alone he was the most transparent but he did a, he did a million things that made him the transparent but twitter alone made him the most transparent because if you think about it what did obama really just obama use twitter for maybe bush in the last year but not really it was just to put out tweets about just stuff, you know, articles, what's going on, things like that. Then he never really used it to speak. No one's ever really used it to speak directly to the American people, which is what Trump did. What Trump was thinking, what Trump wanted to say, word for word, unfiltered, went to Twitter. And that is why he won 2016. That's why he won 2020 by millions of more votes than he won the first time. And that's why he's going to win in 2024 because he understands wait, wait, wait. we the people. Say that again, Trey. What? He's going to win in 2024? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I think that's cool. Yeah. Well, well, just, just to tag in your thought there real quick, is that when you and I were talking earlier, is that the the Twitter allowed him access to go directly to the people. Yep. And he didn't have to go to Fox and say, hey, can you guys give me a 20-minute a, a slot on this afternoon's thing. And then who knows if they're going to edit it and stuff like that. 
he was able to boom, go right to Twitter and say his thought in that moment. Yeah. Yep. Carry on though. You got some good, good stuff there. No. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. He didn't have to go on Fox and risk being shut off. He didn't have to go on CNN and get censored. No, he just went straight to Twitter and said what he wanted to say. And the people responded to that. Millions of people responded to that. When the Republican, it makes me laugh when Republicans and the rhinos are saying, we need to move on. We can't win with Trump. It, by the time 2016 got here, 2015 got here, the Republican Party was dead or almost nearly dead. McCain sucked. Bush sucked. Bush Sr. sucked. It was all set up. People liked Obama, not because they not because of policies or anything. They just liked the way he talked. He was a younger guy. They didn't understand what was actually going on. That's why a lot that's why there's a lot, millions of Obama voters regret their vote now, you know. But anyways, Obama was in for eight years. The plan was to have Hillary for eight years, and that was gonna solidify their reign, and we never would have seen another Republican in office ever again because it was designed that way the rhinos what they had been doing was slowly killing their own party because in service of the uniparty right mccain's bush obama clinton they're all the same all of them are the same cheney all the same right and so you get to 2015 and the republican party was dead that's why trump stepped in i mean think about who ran Bush, Cruz, right? You have all these rhinos, Rubio. Now I like Cruz and Rubio now, but 2015 they were rhinos and we know they were rhinos. Uh, but you had 16 people and then you had Donald Trump and the Republican Party was dead. Nobody cared until Trump stepped in. Nobody cared who was going to be the Republican nominee until Trump stepped in, right? And then you get Trump on stage and what does he do? He immediately calls out what everything that is wrong with our government. He called out Jeb Bush. He called out Ted Cruz. He called out the rhinos. He He's the one who really, I mean, really started rhinos, calling people rhinos. He's really the one who got it going. He's the one who exposed them and they tried to knock him off. They tried to, you know, dismiss him. Oh, he's a liberal. He voted Democrat all these years. No, he was the only one who's honest, right? He flipped back and forth because he voted for, you know, whoever he, he ever wanted to, right? He played the game for as long as he needed to play it. But he, he revived the Republican party without Trump. The Republican party would be dead without Trump. We would have had another eight years of Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. oh. which would have been the, what you think <clears throat> Biden's bad. Clinton would have been immensely worse. Think about at the time, when Trump took over, think about at the time what was going on. ISIS, Trump destroyed. It took Obama years and he gained no traction on ISIS. Trump, within months, had it totally eradicated. ISIS. General Sol Solomon, or whatever his name is, done. Salamone. Salamone. Take, done, taken out, right? Our economy was going in the tanker. Obama sold our jobs overseas. Trump brought the jobs back. China was eating our cake. And what do we do? Trump is the only president in the history of our presidents that had China pay us. Nobody has that. And then you go to the UN. We're paying for everybody's defense. We're paying all this stuff. We are paying more money. We're paying three or four times more than every other country combined to the UN 
right? Trump stops it. Everybody starts paying their fair share. Trump, North Korea, nobody has ever stepped, there's never been a president that has stepped foot in North Korea. Trump walks over there and says, we're going to do this or what? Steps over the border and goes into North Korea. First president ever to step foot in North Korea. That was him. You think about all the things Trump did, and that is, he moved Israel, the the uh, embassy to Israel. Everybody said they were going to do it. Reagan said he was going to do it. Bushes said they were going to do it. Clinton, Obama said they were going to do it. Nobody ever did it. Trump did it. He said, why are we wasting time? Do it. Do it. Roe v. Wade. Reagan said he was going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Bush said he was going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Bush says he was going to overturn Roe v. Wade. What Trump do? Trump got three Supreme Court nominees pushed through, shoved them through, fought them. Mitch McConnell didn't fight for him. Kevin McCarthy didn't fight for him. It was Trump that fought for him. Got him pushed through. What happened? Roe v. Wade overturned. Right, Trump is the only, and that's why they hate him. That's why they wanted to stop him, and that's why they knew immediately the minute he won, they had to they had to silence him and figure out a way to get him banned from Twitter. And we're seeing that. That's what these things are showing us. They're showing us how they came to the conclusion, or how they came to figure out a way to ban Trump. How they could word it, how they f- could finesse it, because Trump really is an enemy to the deep state. Right. And, you know, people want DeSantis, people want these other, you know, I don't care. You know, I like what Steve Bannon says, stop listening to the noise and find the signal. You know, there's a lot of noise going on, but what's the signal? The signal is Trump won in 2016, Trump won in 2020. He's going to win in 2024. What? There's a lot of noise. Oh, DeSantis can do it better. Blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of noise. What's the signal? The signal is nobody did what Trump did. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody, not a single person has yeah. done what Trump did. And there's not a single person that can do what Trump did and is doing. There's not a single person. Think about it. Think about it. Trump, from the minute he came down the escalator, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, attack on attack on attack from the media, from Congress, from the Senate, from every single person in the government. Every single fake news attack, millions and millions and millions of dollars on investigations, hundreds of special prosecutors and agents assigned to investigate Trump and his businesses, and every single time he's come out clean. They can't find anything. It's like throwing spaghetti on the wall. They can't make anything stick. You know, think about it. Who else? I mean, could you do that, Joe? Could you go through millions of things and they not find a single thing? I mean, they go through me. They spend millions of dollars. They're going to find something on me. Obviously nothing crazy, you know, I'm not anybody, but it's a billionaire, right? You're going to find your Twitter got, your Twitter got, uh, got banned. Yeah, you got banned yeah, on gonna Twitter. Find, they're going to find they're, my they're crazy gonna find tweets. They're going to find some dirt on you. Yeah, they are. But, but you think about how uh, the level Trump is billionaire, multi-billionaire, right? B- hundreds of businesses, do, you know, uh, uh, decades on decades on decades, if you live the same life he did, right, at some point in your life, you would have done something fishy. I mean, it's just inevitable. You go to Elon Musk, there's probably something on Elon Musk, probably something on DeSantis, you know, all these people. But Trump somehow, some way, led a life that was scot-free, right? That, that was squeaky clean because they can't find anything, you know? And just mentally, how mentally strong you have to be to take getting lied about over and over and over again every day of your life there's a new lie being cat uh casted around the world not just your hometown not just your state but every state 
every country, every city, every news organization on the planet is lying about you, right? And what does he do? He takes it and then fights back, right? So there's that's why they're terrified of him because they cannot stop him. They can't. They can't stop him. And it's not really him. I like what he says. He says they're not after. He says they're not after me, right? They're after you. I'm just standing in the way. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, because that's that's really what it is, you know. Because they were they were coming after us, you know. They were taking our lunch money. They were raising our taxes. They were sending it overseas. They were flooding our border, right? Taking our jobs, killing our people. That's what they were doing, you know, sending our starting fake wars and sending our sons and our uncles and our dads and our sisters overseas, right, to die for no reason, for a war they started for absolutely no reason, right, to make money. And he stood in the way, first president, and let's side note, first president ever in our history to never start a war or in what, 50 years to not start a new war. In fact, he got us out of wars, right? But they wanted to destroy this country and he stood in the way he won in 2016 he won in 2020 and he's going to win again in 2024 hopefully we don't make it to 2024 something happens but 2024 comes he's going to win in an absolute landslide like he did in 2020 and like he did in 2016 you know yeah no i'm i'm right there with you and and he's just a fighter too like uh, I've I've several of his books and just reading them and, mm-hmm. and there's just the overall theme of never ever give up. Yeah, don't stop pushing through. Don't keep going for your goal. Yeah, and I was just thinking, you know, as, as we're going through this Twitter files, and, and you know, we're part two of of however many, and they keep coming. Is that and, and this is just something that to remember in your your daily life is that. The, the process to ban President Trump didn't happen on, on it was January 9th, wasn't it? Or was it January 7th? It was, was January 8th, I think. January, January 8th or 9th, yeah. Okay. It didn't happen on that day. It happened. The action happened. But as we're going through these files, the process was two, four years, two to four years in the making to get mm-hmm. him off. And so just knowing that there are things happening right now, okay? I'm going to I'm going to say this, COVID, did COVID just happen or was there a process leading up to it? Was there a whole plan in making it happen? And when COVID came out, that was the release day. That was when the trigger was pulled. So just knowing that there's always like a process behind something that's happening. Yeah. And it seems very rare that something just happened and Jack Dorsey wakes up one morning and he goes, "Ah, oh, gee whiz, President Trump just really ticked me off this morning. I'm going to kick him off. It, yeah. just, it just doesn't happen like that. There was a process behind it. Yeah. And so no, knowing in politics is that there's a process in things happening. When, when, when Roe v. Wade was overturned in, I believe it was June 29th, is that there was a process for all this to happen. Trump said we're going to overturn it, but the process wasn't just to overturn it one day. He had to get the three Supreme Court judges in place, yeah. and then he had to get other people in place. There's a process for all these things to happen. So when 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 you're going to the voting polls and when you vote, okay, so we just had a midterm election. We just voted. Don't expect radical change 
on inauguration day. There will be a little change, but yeah. know this. We got the people in that we wanted to get in. A lot mm -hmm. of them, a lot of Trump's nominees won. But the process now is going to be their terms. And so we're going to start seeing results. We're going to start reaping results in two years from this, from this January. So if you're disappointed in February of 2023 because your nominee came into office the end of January, give the guy or give the woman some time. You know, there's a process with everything. Now there's movers and shakers because we we're just talking about Trump. He's a mover and a shaker. Yeah. Things are happening, but there's just always stuff in the working. And so, yeah. well, there so are that, things we need to look for. We should, we should see committees formed immediately. We should see investigation into Hunter Biden and Joe immediately, right? We should see investigations into Menorcas and the border immediately. And we should see investigations into the FBI and social media immediately. Those are three things we should be seeing immediately. I mean, because you think about it, it doesn't matter. They, the Democrats are trying to to trying to set the narrative as, oh, look, they're just doing investigations. They don't care about the American people, even though that's what they've been doing for the last four years, right? But we don't have the Senate, so it doesn't really matter what happens because they can pass all the all uh, all the legislation they want, and the Democrats will just stop it. Joe Biden won't sign it doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want. They can sign legislation to uh, secure the border. Guess what? Senate won't approve it. Joe Biden won't sign it, right? So who cares? They're not going to do it. Our country, you know, under Joe Biden is screwed, right? Let's just accept that. What can we do? We need to force our governors to take action on the border, right? And we need to force Congress to head up investigations to expose these people, right? To start to uh, call for special counsel, right? To show the evidence to the American people about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the border, all these corrupt officials, right? The FBI, we need them to expose that. Because if they don't expose that and put all that out there before 2024, they're just going to rig another election, you know? We can't let them. They have to stop. They have to stop it now. They have to show how they're rigging elections. They have to show how these people are compromised, right? They should. And you know what? Impeach them. Impeach them. Impeach them in the House. It won't go through the Senate, but you know what? They didn't care. They impeached Trump twice in the House. He got acquitted in the Senate. Who cares? Just keep running impeachments up. Waste Joe Biden's time. Waste the Senate's time to where they can't get anything done. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they can't destroy this country any further. Just keep impeaching them over and over and over. There's probably at least five or six impeachable offenses that they could figure out between January, February and vote on them March and have five impeachments done, voted and approved for. And you know what they'll do? They'll stop them. They'll keep him so busy, keep his lawyers busy. They won't be able to fight the governors as they uh, secure the border. Cause right now they're trying to sue the governors for securing the border. The governors are doing Joe Biden's job and his lawyers are suing him for doing Just think about that. Think about it, Joe, you don't, you're not doing your job. I see that you're not doing your job. I'm like, okay, well I can get it done. I do your job for you. You get pissed about it and you go, no, I don't want Trey doing my job. So you sue me for doing your job. That's what Joe Biden's doing right now. So what do we need? We need Republicans in the house to completely keep him busy, keep their lawyers 
busy impeach over and over and over again call them in and subpoena every single intelligence agents agent every single fbi agent every single democrat every single person in biden's cabinet subpoena them 50 times between now and 2024 and keep them in front of congress answering questions every single day do it and if they don't do exactly what the democrats did right uh put them in contempt that's what they did they tried they arrested c bannon over it they tried to arrest trump for it do it to them keep them busy keep them so preoccupied and and on defense that they can't continue to destroy this country and you know people don't like that people say we need to focus on the economy you need to focus on this and that yeah you can but what good realistically tell me are they gonna is the congress gonna magically get legislation that joe biden's gonna sign right no joe biden and the democrats have systematically destroyed this country and you think just because there's a republican house that they can sign legislation and joe biden's gonna get behind it absolutely not he's gonna veto all of it he's gonna veto every yeah. single piece coming through no yeah. keep them busy keep them busy keep them busy subpoena them subpoena them subpoena them subpoena yeah that's so good trey perfect spot to wrap it up so everyone that is twitter files part two and the actual like the next ones part three and part four are the removal of president trump trey what do you think we do two more episodes or we do one more and and just get into the nitty-gritty of president trump There you go. Next episode is going to be part three and four, the removal of a sitting president of the United States. Thanks everyone for joining us. And remember, you want to get involved. Go and register to vote. This is key. It might not sound like a big thing to do, but it's so important. If you think, oh, what could my one little vote do? Well, there's millions of you. And when those ones are added together, it creates the hundreds, that creates the thousands, that creates the millions. Register to vote in your local area. Even when we don't have an election right now, register to vote. If you just move, register in your new state. Go and get that, get it done so that when election happens, you are equipped. Thanks everyone for joining us. That is Twitter Files Part 2.